Hello, hello, and welcome. This is Tommy DeSalt, Kellen King, Post Hump Day Podcast, also known as PhD. We're back. We're back, man. I tell you what, we, uh, well, things got a little hectic there. Crazy week, once in a lifetime type of week. Um, yeah, the we- Rangers, <laughs> sorry, let me back up. The Texas Rangers. Yeah. Are your 2023 World Series champions? Oh boy, I, I didn't know if we'd ever get to say it. I don't think I I didn't. After 2011, um, did you were you here for 2011? Bro, I was at the game. Ooh, I was okay. there. Um, uh, I should let me back up. Okay, um, let's back up because 2010, yeah, was also like a great year, uh, potential, yeah, uh, World Series year, and then 2011, um. Dude, I we had the one out away curse yeah. for uh, over a decade. Yeah, um, and, and I actually have a picture from, from being there with my dad, and it's funny to see like one where I was in life at the time sure. at this game because it's like yeah. I'm like, man, those were that was some battle days. But then you see my face when we're when we lose. That's a Oh, when we lose, and yeah. it's just like I want redemption. Oh yeah, you want redemption. Absolutely. The whole state wants redemption. I'm, I'm. That's it. I did not know you were there. I was, um, I was in college and I was studying. Either I don't think it was for a final because you know it's in October, so it's probably like some midterm or something. And it was the one game that I really didn't get to watch. I got had to watch it on my phone, like play by play, you know. And so it was saying like one out. Uh, you know, two outs, and then it was going, you know, strike, ball, you know, strike. And I was like, oh, shit, we're one strike away. And then then my phone, like, kind of just doesn't update me for the next five minutes. Yeah. And then I look down at my phone, and it's like, Nelson Cruz, you know, drops a fly ball in the outfield, <laughs> scores two. And I'm like, what the, f- what's happening? What is this? What happened? Yeah. And it's all, like, all at the same time. And I'm sitting here at li- in the, you know, the library. Uh, about to break the cardinal rule of the library <laughs> and just start freaking out. Start screaming. Yeah, I was pulling an all-nighter. Yeah. Um, wasn't wasn't the best time of my life. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't for any of us. Um, and But then you fast forward. You fast forward. Now, going into this season, Kellen, the Rangers were not predicted to have... The year we... The had. year they... Okay, so, so here's a couple of things. Um... You know, we got Bochi. Yeah. He comes in. We got CY, uh-huh. Chris Young, kind of behind the helm of this. And, you know, we brought in some heavy hitters. We did. Uh, DeGrom wasn't able to play. Right. Um, and then we had some injuries, obviously. Yeah. Uh, even Seeger has been hurt for a while. Adolis has been hurt. Uh, he's been off and on, but, you know, Simeon got yeah. hot in the playoffs. Um, uh, and then just a bunch of other injuries in our bullpen. Um, I can't think of anybody else. We had a lot of injured players this year. Yeah, we did. That luckily were able to return, a couple of which didn't think that they were going to get to see the playoff run uh, through and, and, you know, recovered in time. Um, But point being, um, you know, we as a collective, I would say, always believe in the Rangers. Mm Mm-hmm. Diehard Rangers fans, but at the same time, our expectation, I should say, was not that we were going to yeah. come away with a World Series. We've never done it before. 
Um, you know, and just talking about 2011, we, we kind of, we're very reserved when it comes to, uh, our celebrations. Now, if you were the Astros, you would think when we made it to the, uh, the playoffs and all that, uh, and we celebrated that that was like the worst thing what we could have ever done and that we should act like we should, we've been there before. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and I don't want to spend too much time just relishing on how much I hate the Astros, but, uh, for a, for a fan base, to act like they are just the top dogs and they've always been good uh, when they started on cheating, started their whole dynasty on cheating Yeah, back in 2017. That was the, before that, the Astros were the laughing stock of the MLB. Yeah. They were awful. Yeah. No, um, they really were. I mean, for a long time. Yeah. They were, and then uh, 2017 happened, and it was like, for a little bit, for like half a second, they were the kind of the darlings of the, the MLB, and then, you know, things started coming out. Oh, there was trash cans, and you would watch videos, and you'd hear the banging on the trash cans, and you're like, holy shit, they were, they were te- telegraphing what pitches were going to get thrown. Um, and then after that, I mean, they're now the, the biggest villains of the MLB. Yeah, but somehow... Um Still adored by many. Um, I tell you what, it was interesting because as a country, um, and I'm gauging this off social media and kind of, you know, sports media in general, not too many people were pulling for the Rangers. Sure. Um, And I say that coming out of the previous series, moving into the series with the Astros, it was... um, I think that a lot of people thought that the Rangers were going to get basically walked on mm-hmm. um, and that it was a, a no-brainer that the Strohs were going to take the series. They wanted they wanted an Astros-Philly World Championship. Even, that was, that yeah. was what everybody kind of wanted. Yes, it? yes, exactly. And beyond that, um, even though the Strohs were not having the best uh, year, um coming into to the playoffs. I mean they my, did win the division. They I mean, won the division, but I it mean, was it was kind of like a so the they played the uh the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks like kind of start sat all their starters in the last game. We we lost to the Mariners last game of the last day of this the regular season. Yeah. And that put us out of, you know, winning the division. And that was like, oh, that of course, of course, this is what's going to happen. And honestly, at that point, I was like, we made it to the playoffs. I don't care, as long as we, as long as we made it to the playoffs. Have I got something down here? Yeah, you got a little, uh, you got a little cotton coming out of that. Uh, Hell yeah! <laughs> just noticed. I'm coming out of my stuffing. Where's it at? <laughs> I can't see it. Oh well, I think I got you. It was in your okay. collar. Stick. <laughs> cool, dude. I just looked over. I was like, my God, is there a tarantula on his neck? <laughs> But yeah, um, anyway, what I was saying is I was just excited that we made it to the playoffs. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it wasn't unlikely that we're going to make it to the playoffs, especially we got, we, the beginning of the season, we were on a tear. And then, you know, it kind of settled down for a little bit during the injuries. Then we were on a tear again. And then it just felt like, uh, you know, every week or so we would just, we would be sweeping people or, you know, then, but then you would kind of get a little bit of a reality check. And you'd see like the I don't know the Houston series for example, yeah. and we you know we we lost that didn't even win a game in one of the series, and it's just like okay, mm. well maybe this isn't maybe this I mean obviously we weren't going to make it this year, but here is something that I thought was insane. First of all, 
The Rangers never lost away on the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, 11 and 0. What? I mean, undone before. Unheard and of. Here, put your tin, cat, t- tin foil hats on. Um, the teams that they beat all in the series. So you got the the Rays, the Orioles, the Astros, and the Diamondbacks. Yeah. If you take the first road, road, Rays, yeah, yeah, Orioles, road Astros, Rangers, Diamondbacks. Yeah. I saw that today. Actually. Road Rangers, I like that. Road Even Rangers more. is a, a, a picture I saw. I saw it on a shirt. I, I want to buy. It. It had their logos and then That's, Rangers yeah. under it. Yeah, which was sick. I, I want that on a t shirt. Yeah, yeah, sell it. We'll sell it. Uh, Get it to work. Yeah, and, and, and so let's let's break down the series is because the the big thing, oh my God. So a couple of those guys, um, I can't stand on like, which on which two they, yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, Bregman, I mean, I those two guys were there for the 2017 season. So they're still. If you want the Astros to be. I guess authentic or validated for like what they did. You you have to wait till those two guys at least leave the Astros. Yeah, they still got asterisks on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I I don't like Altuve, and obviously, anytime he went up to bat, he's just this little guy, dude. Yeah, no, I mean everyone from family friends like yeah. that. I've never heard say a cuss word really. Yeah. Calling him all kinds of names. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a good season uh, or series. Sorry, and uh, it was a great way to kind of get us into the the World Series because that one right there was. I mean, obviously, we've never won a World Series, so that was very huge. It was huge, but beating, you know, having that in-state rivalry go into the ALCS, like that was, that was almost as impactful to me as the uh the world series was. yeah yeah no i agree um i mean it was texas versus houston and it was interesting yeah. to go look at uh you know the franchise history of that um because i mean it took the you know we were the washington senators yeah. turned into texas rangers in 72 and then you look at kind of the lineage of this matchup and that rivalry um and it was it was really cool to i learned stuff i never knew uh, until this year but fast forward um when we beat the strohs people that are in the media who had a tough time yes swallowing that swallowing that pill I'll tell you who was our biggest hater throughout the whole playoff run was Joe Smoltz. John Smoltz. John Smoltz. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah John yeah. Smoltz. Yeah, that dude, I cannot. Okay, first of all, when we got to the to probably the last, like the ninth inning uh, of the, the World Series, homeboy was absent. I think he might have gone to the bathroom because I didn't hear him talk at least once <laughs> until the very, very end. He yeah. was our biggest hater throughout the entire playoff run. And just yeah. like every night, me and Lulu would watch, right? Um, and I would just be like, "Motherfucker! Like, what is this? Who is like? Why?" Yeah, we were. And she's all, like, yeah. "What? What do you? What do you? How, how happened?" And it, it'll be like backhanded compliments, or it would be he would just be like praising the other team. It'd be like the Rangers just did something miraculous, yeah. and he's like, "Would comment about the other team." Yeah, um, and, and, and so here's the biggest example that I had. Or not the biggest, but the the one that just popped in my mind. Uh, I think it was game five, four. Game four of the World Series. 
Leclerc had to come in to close off this the, yes, the game, yeah, yeah. and he was like, you know, uh, obviously, you know, the Rangers are going to win this one, but it's a big victory as well for the uh, Diamondbacks because they're going to have to take some uh, pitches off of Leclerc, uh, and he'll be rusty for tomorrow night. And it's like, dude, we're about to win this game, and yeah, and we're up. We we two, at that point yeah. two to one or three to one on the we on had the two series. outs already. Um, yeah, I was like, hey. He's gonna, and it was a total of ten pitches, so it yeah. wasn't detrimental, right? And only two batters got to even get another look at Leclerc. Yeah, and guess night. what? He didn't even play the next night. So. Right, he didn't even have to yeah. come in. Um, but I want to back up for a second on that because um, John Smoltz, big Atlanta Braves guy, yeah. obviously. Um, so I'll tell you, is um, the night that we we did it all. Um, B and I went, um, we were with some family friends and she had to go help her sister. So she was coming over to meet us. Um, so the game hadn't started yet. Um, we're with some family friends Yeah, and <laughs> I make a comment about John Smoltz. Yeah. Well, I'm with a pretty big baseball family. Um, long, strong lineage in, in all the way through the MLB. And, uh, <laughs> really good family friend but uh, i said something and he goes you know i signed him and i was like what I'm like what yeah he's like yeah i signed him we were like is he is that bigger dick and now? i was like oh god i was like well i kind of feel like an asshole now. yeah but um anyways it was funny here's the thing from an outsider's perspective a lot of people have said if you're not in texas that we were being sensitive to his comments and that it wasn't really as biased or one-sided as we think. I've heard the opposite. And then, yeah, so exactly. So then I've also seen people that are like, I'm not even a Rangers fan, yeah. but like that was wild. And Because the Braves used to get it pretty bad with Smoltz. Like he, whenever he, you know, is announcing one of their games, he does what kind of what Troy Aikman does in a sense where – he tries to be neutral, but sometimes Troy Aikman goes the other step and is a little bit like bashing on the Cowboys because he doesn't want to. Yeah, but the thing is, that's okay. That's Troy Aikman. You know, you're you're like on that Mount Rushmore of uh, you know within that organization. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you're, almost you must want to. You have to. You kind of couple have to. punches. And, and, and there was one comment that sent me over with Smoltz, and what it was is that. Basically, after after we we took a hard loss, um, which series? Um, so this was in the the it was the World Series, the okay. final series. Okay, so the second game, second game after game two, he says basically to the effect, uh, not verbatim here, but something along the lines of that the Rangers uh, uncertain how they're going to respond. They haven't had to come back from a, a tough loss. I was like, did you miss game five of the previous yeah. series? Because what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that was a devastating that one loss. Was. I didn't know if we were going to be able to turn it back I around. think that was like a, a a huge moment in this whole playoff run in, in the World Series in general was yeah. coming back from that. And But we've done that all year long. Mm -hmm. like, And so have the, the Diamondbacks. So it made, to me... The viewership this year was the lowest it's probably been in a long, long time. Sure. They had the, the charts out and basically saying that, hey, these aren't, you know, baseball teams. 
Um, so I mean, the, they, the they national, <laughs> the, right? But the but the yeah. but the, but the, the national, nas- yes, the national pool that like following the Yankees is and not the for the Rangers or the Diamondbacks. Right. But you had the perfect Cinderella story, absolutely, of two teams that were grinding it out, coming back from losses all you know throughout yeah. the entire playoff series, uh, over and over, finding a way to do it, yep. and then they face each other. To me, it makes a great story. Yeah. Um, and what I'll say about the ratings, yeah, is every year it's a decline. Every year. Now, yeah, I understand that that makes if it's a decline every year, this is the lowest it's going to be. Um, we've talked about this <laughs> prior. We've talked about this before. I think that it is not that baseball is declining as a sport. It's the way that you are able to access that. And they've messed up with this generation. Our generation is a little bit to the effect because like. Everything has gone streaming now, obviously. We have been used to watching it on cable TV, but the younger generation, and now uh, like the generation Gen, Al- Gen Alpha, like they're, there's, they have no intentions of watching sports, uh, baseball at least, when you have to like go find it. Like it, it's not very ac- accessible to, to go look for it. And I've, I've said that before. Yeah. I said how hard it is. Like even some games, like the Braves, for example, you can't find them on the, on the MLB network that you're looking for. It's, it's all, it's, it's like a local game here. And then you got like some random games that you might not necessarily care about. Right. It's, it's the accessibility is what's bringing down a lot of viewership. I, I mean, yeah, the world series is a different story in a sense. Same thing with like the Super Bowl. Obviously, those numbers are huge every year, uh, but it's easy to find. You can just easily go to, you know, I mean, who who has it? CBS usually. I don't know who usually has the. I, I usually just find the Super Bowl right when you know yeah. it's easy to find. Yeah, it's, it's not hard, and then it's an it's an all year long problem. Sure, uh, because the whole season, you know, you're bouncing around. Uh, now, like for example, if you don't have like Fox Sports Southwest or you don't exactly. have Bally Sports, yes. like. Then you're just not going to really see a lot of the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, for same thing, like like for the, for a lot of sports now, but but baseball has taken a hit there, uh, pun intended. Um, but uh, when you look at the 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 whole thing for me is DFW sports. We needed this one. <laughs> yeah, we did. We really did. Hold on, let's just we haven't. Yeah, let's let's give it up. Give it up for Texas. Give it yeah. up for DFW. They needed it. Um, and my, is it get a rub off? My God, they play in Arlington, not Dallas. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. It's not. It doesn't matter. It I doesn't just, matter. They're but, just DFW sports. But, but the comments about uh, the parade should be in Dallas, and we'll get to that. Oh, okay, uh, it, that's it, different. It got hectic, but yeah. but let's just take a second for DFW because you had like the stars last year, yeah, which uh, did not go our way Mm-mm. um you, you you have the mavericks that have it's there there's that, a problem that, that has really declined yeah um in you've got the cowboys <laughs> every year is our year yeah um this year it, it could be uh <laughs> but from jerry jones and kind of the i'm gonna i'm gonna use him um, as an example of sure. the entire country, it's it's made a mockery out mm-hmm. of out of DFW yeah. in sports. Um, and the Rangers didn't help when for a long time. When you're that, yeah, when you're that loud and vocal about it, um, you get the attention. It's not always 
yeah. positive. The Rangers, I think this, like, it means more for a couple reasons, but, like, you had you had Boach come out of retirement. Yeah. Um, One last game. Yeah, <laughs> you, had, you, you know his you, voice, dude. You ever you ever seen that TV show? Uh, he's got the greatest voice. The the ranch with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, he sounds like the dad a little bit. Yeah, the dad's name is. I'll I'll uh, think of it off break. But he's a very yeah prominent. He he used to he does a lot of commercials too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, one last yeah. <laughs> Sam Sam something. I yeah, think. yeah. You're, I can't. You got it. I'm getting close. That's it. Um, but yeah, no. It we really needed it for sure. Um, the Rangers, like I said. And we're gonna talk. We're gonna go to break here in just a second. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about the parade. But I want to talk about us growing up. Um, yeah, you know, we're huge Cowboys fans. We're huge Dallas sports fans. I will say, I'm kind of a little bit of an Oklahoma City Thunder fan as well. So that you know, I didn't get to celebrate the Mavs, uh, you know, championship the way that I could have, I guess, if I didn't ever move to Oklahoma. But uh, all that being said, the Rangers were probably my first love. Yeah. Um, and that was because, you know, growing up playing T-ball, that's the first sport you're, you're pretty much introduced to yeah. that and soccer. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's not really that many. I mean, we do have a Dallas, is it the fire Dallas fire? The FC Dallas. Dallas that's what it is. Um, they weren't, I don't think they were exist. They didn't exist when we were younger. Did they? They did. Okay, never mind. But 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 not. It wasn't like a super big deal. No, there. Were, it's always been four sports, right? And I guess you can throw. It's always been, yeah. you know, football, baseball, basketball, and if you want to, hockey. You know, oh yeah, you gotta include hockey. Yeah, uh, the Dallas Stars. I mean, they they've done quite a bit. Sure, um, I just uh, mean, yeah, yeah, but but collective, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Here's the thing. I wasn't getting taken out of school to go to any other sport. Oh yeah, the Texas Rangers, like opening day. Um, I have so many memories. Yeah, of my leg, my little legs burning on them bleachers, or them green chairs at the old ballpark. I mean, to think about how many games there's. I've never been to more games of any other organization or sport than the Texas Rangers. Me neither. No. Um, because, and we've talked about this on previous episodes. But for example, when you're in high school, or you know, when we didn't have the money to go out and do much. You could go to a Texas Rangers yep. games. You could go dollar hot dog night. You could get the boys together. You could get a big group together and all go uh, and sit in the upper deck, sitting uh, you know yeah, the outfield bleeds, wherever wherever you could get in and still have a great time. Now the thing was is we were not very good no for a long time no um, we struggled um, and the appreciation I think of like. Knowing that, hey, we are some day ones, like mm-hmm. with that versus we watched them for so long. Yeah. Uh, so it just means a little more. It was more at that point because of how, honestly, they were really bad. Um, but, I mean, we talked off break. Uh, my mom's a teacher. She was. She's retired now. But she also, during the summer, used to work for the Rangers. And so we would go to those games all the time, like multiple times a week. Uh, and just all summer long. And those are some of the best memories I have, uh, just like going out there. And it wasn't like we would lose almost every game. And it was really just like, honestly, just an experience. And it was something that kind of honestly brought my family closer together. 
you know, we all liked Rangers. Uh, my brother collected baseball cards. Yeah. You know, we played baseball in the backyard. <clears throat> we named my dog Pudge for Pudge Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. You know, like I had a hamster named Pudge. Yeah. yeah. And then just like, it was one of those things where you were a Rangers fan. You know, if you were in the DFW area, you were a Rangers fan. No matter if they were good or bad. And, you know, you got some great, you had some great uh, Rangers too that were just characters. Like you had Nolan Ryan, you know, who, uh, Ventura back in the day just beat his head in. Yeah. Um, you know, and I said Yvonne Rodriguez, like he was one of the best catchers. And yeah. luckily he went on to win one with the Marlins. But, you know, to have all these guys, Ruben Sierra, just people that I grew up watching and be like, these are the best baseball players of all time. And they really, I mean, they were great, but they were more like my baseball players. I mean, you had Rafael Palmero, uh-huh. you had Rusty Greer. Rusty Greer, baby. I mean, you had some uh, just living, you know, some yeah. legends that you were getting to watch. Um, I, hell, I think the first time I had uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream was at the ballpark. Big Kahuna. Yeah, it came in a, uh, a little little red helmet. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the big Kahuna. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, just you, you nailed it. The experiences. Was kind of the better thing because yeah. uh, me and Lulu were going to go to a couple games this year. And, you know, we're we're baseball fans. But uh, I now I would say later on in life, I'm more of a football fan. Baseball is great. And obviously, playoff baseball is a completely different story. But I was trying to explain it to her when we were going like going to go to the games. And I was like, yeah, like baseball might be kind of, you know, during the regular season, it's kind of a boring, boring. thing. It doesn't yeah. matter. These games, some of these games don't matter. They play hundreds of games. But it's just like, you, it's going to be fun to go. It's an yeah. experience. Like. Yeah. You know, the dot races, like, just all that stuff that comes with going to the games, like, oh yeah, you know, and uh, I just, I, mi- I miss it. And, it, you know, going to the new park uh, is a little, it's a little bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I've got so many good memories, which now called Choctaw Stadium, which was called, you know, the ballpark in Arlington. Yeah. Um, so it's not like we were hiding that we were in Arlington for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the name. But uh, let's take a break. When we come back. I want to talk a little bit more about memories. Let's talk about the parade. Uh, I want to hear your hot takes about yeah. what what we could have, should have done uh, any differently. And then, uh, you know, we have two different types of Cowboys that need some big wins this weekend. Oklahoma State, who did win. Oh, man. And we want to talk about that. We and got then, to. And uh, then the Cowboys. We got the Eagles coming up. Sounds so. good. We'll be right back. Y'all stay with us. All right, we're back. We're uh, taking a trip down uh, memory lane. That's right. That's right. Yeah, just on the break, we were talking about uh, watching Rangers game growing up, and it is. It's obviously it's an experience that we talked about, uh, but it's just like you know, you have different friends that come and go, or you have different friend groups or whatever when you're younger. Um, and I saw one of them yesterday, and I was talking to him. I was like, "We went to a Rangers game together, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, we did." And we started kind of unlocking some memories and it made me think like, you know, that was, that is similar to going to the movies was going to a Rangers game. Yeah. Cowboys is not like that. Um, even to an extent, the Mavs are not like that. Mavs tickets can be expensive, but it's yeah. more about base or basketball. You know, the baseball is just the background for, for going to like a Rangers game. Yeah. Extent, you know, no, it makes sense. And then it will be, it will change, you know, more people obviously are going to go to the games. 
and it'll be more about baseball here in the DFW area. Right. But for a long time, it was just you would talk to whoever was around you. You would go get, you know, something from the concession stand, you know, be bugging your mom or dad about some money so you can go over there. Yeah, you could get a $12, $14 ticket. Yeah. And you'd go walk out into the outfield, like not in the outfield, but behind outfield yeah. and go hang out over there, bring your glove. Like there's a whole thing for kids to go do over there. Oh, like, dude, I used to love the the home run. Wiffle bat. Wiffle thing. ball. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Go out there, you get a couple pitches, see how you're going to do, you know, just some BP. You always need to try a little bit of BP <laughs> out. Um, but yeah, you want to talk a little bit about the parade and uh, about our homeboy who's the MVP. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, let's go with the parade because, sure. all right, so we won the World Series. Yeah. Um, I mean, to do it, so five games in, um, and the, the, the feedback across the community was that the parade was a little underwhelming. Sure. Um, Is it because they had their own separate trucks? So, so Tundra, I guess, sponsored... Uh, Toyota, Toyota. Um, so they were all in Tundras or something, which like, were sick. Some uh, of those trucks were sick. Uh, so Toyota sponsored the Mad Max. Parade, yeah. I don't know if you saw his truck. It was <laughs> just like a regular red Tundra, yeah. but it was sick. It was loaded out. Yeah. And so, like, when the Mavs won, they were all on like a big party bus, yeah, like a double decker bus, yeah, one you'd see in London or something. Exactly, like a tourist type bus yeah. where you can stand on the top balcony and yeah and then the rangers they all the players were in separate trucks yeah and they had like intervals so they weren't all together through Mm -hmm. the parade it was kind of one at a time and then two three four minutes later the next one yeah um so what do we think about that is that the question the question for me or the answer for me is for the players I respect it. I think it's cool that they got to have their own family with them together and got yeah. to kind of celebrate that as a family. Um, you know, they were kind of a wild bunch together. You know, they listened to Creed, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And apparently they, like, ate a shit ton of hot dogs before every game and all this. Like, there's just a yeah. lot of stuff coming out about, like, how, like, the stuff that was going on in the locker room was pretty wild. Uh, and not, like, 1980s wild. <laughs> we're talking 2023 wild. Um, but uh, I think... It was probably, you know, it was it was probably more, it's more for them anyway, right? And you, obviously you want to see them like pop champagne and just, you know, go crazy and take their shirts off like they do, like when, uh, what's it, J.R. Smith, the dude that always takes his shirt off yeah. every time they wins the World Series, or the championship, NBA championship. Um, but I honestly, like, I wasn't there, so I can't. I can't. Like, I didn't have yeah. boots on the ground, so I can't tell you what I would have rather had. But I thought it was pretty nice that they were. I mean, I had friends that that went sure, out there same. at seven a.m. Yeah, they were drinking mimosas, and then which led to grilling out hot dogs yeah. and cracking some cold ones and pouring some whiskey. Now, here's my thing: What did y'all expect? Like, yeah. like, what did you expect? Because the champagne popping is after the game. Uh-huh. And the plastics up, and yeah. like you get to witness it. Like, but what were y'all really expecting? Um, I think it's cool. They all got their own recognition. Yes, I saw some comments that um, were a little dicey. One of which stood out because somebody was trying to be logical, and they said, "Hey, if something happened, we don't want the whole team all together." 
And somebody <laughs> was like, dude, on a double decker bus going five miles per hour, like, don't think it's going to crash. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. going to turn into like a speed situation uh, where you got to yeah, drive 80 uh, miles per hour so, at all time or else a bomb uh, goes off. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it was like, but yeah, it was, it was interesting to see people's takes on that. My take is, I think it's selfish to say that the parade sucked because it's not for you. And there was 500 to 700,000 people. Like the that's, population of Fort Worth. That's huge. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, to think that they were predicting somewhere between 100,000 to maybe 300,000. Yeah. And it was well over double that, if not triple that. Uh, I don't know. Or that- 7X if you were on the low side of it. So that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think it's awesome. Here's the thing. When you look at other cities that win and then you watch on ESPN or the news or something and they pan over and they show this massive sea of people, Uh I think we match that pretty well. That's what I was going to ask is I don't know what the numbers are per year, like how, you know, baseball's declining. So are (laughs) are we getting less people this year at our parade or I don't know. And obviously, I mean, there's a lot of if you if you're familiar with that area of Arlington, you know, there's three stadiums over there. Um, check five if you're an esports fan. There's an esports arena over there. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of places to park, and there's a lot of like th- you, you can thin out a crowd pretty easily if that makes sense. Yeah. Then you got Texas Live, where a lot of people are going to mm. mingle mingle to. So you know, I'm wondering if it in some places it did look a little scarce, but in other places, dude, they looked like ants. It was packed. Yeah, yeah it yeah. looked like ants when that stage when they're you know. Some activity was happening at the stage. People were over there. This ain't the this ain't the Macy's parade, y'all. No, this ain't no. this ain't Thanksgiving. This isn't I your mean, dad's is, parade. Yeah, right? I, I mean it's a World Series parade. It's to honor the players and yeah. the team. Um, now let's get into uh, favorite player. Well, MVP speech. MVP speech. Sure. So Corey Seager. I mean, the guy was lights out. He. Yeah. Early on, I think we all called that he was MVP. Like, it was – you saw it coming. Are um, you saying early in the series? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the first game. Uh, the first game, I mean, he that was so clutch. I mean, all the way from, you know, the bottom of the ninth um, home run to – I mean, he just kept us in it yeah. time and time again. And on, you know, his the defense side of things, too, his, his – yeah. His fielding was was pretty phenomenal throughout really the whole playoff series. Um, so, if you go back to when the Strohs sure took the series um, and won the division, um, there was a moment where they were in their celebratory mm-hmm. plastic room, mm-hmm. and right before the champagne popped. Um, Alex Bergman, he he said, "Hey, um, the people, you know, we're asking, we're asking. <laughs> uh, you you mean help? You take it. What 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 would so happen if uh, he was, he said uh, he said a lot of people were wondering what would happen if the Astros didn't win the division. Well, I guess we'll never know. And then the the champagne pops, pops. and yeah. then everyone was exploded. You know, all that kind of yeah. stuff, which is actually a reference to Kanye West." Exactly. And he said that when he won a Grammy. Like, I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. So, yeah. So, I mean, and it's it's a mic drop, you know? It's like a cool mic drop from Kanye back in the day. And, you know, it's a little reference to that. 
So then fast forward to, you know, I guess it was Friday. Yeah. Uh, MVP speech. <laughs> and you got uh, your boy up there, Corey Seager. Yeah. He says, a lot of people are wondering what would happen if the Rangers didn't win the World Series. I, I guess, guess we'll, we'll never know. know. And the place exploded. Erupted. I, saw, I saw Austin Hodges, like the cheerleader, basically, of Hedges, the Rangers. Hedges. Hedges, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Sorry. I've got a friend with the last name Hodges. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Austin Hedges. Uh, and he's been kind of like the cheerleader for our whole uh, Dude, he was marking how many wins they needed on his ass the whole time. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. If you go back, when they, yeah, the series before, yeah, when Bochi was in the locker, yeah, he says something about, uh, we we got that something about on Austin's ass, and nobody knew what he was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, okay, but that's that, what it was. Okay, yeah. I do remember hearing that clip. <laughs> yeah. That now it's making more sense. <laughs> but yeah, he was he, during the whole series, like the whole playoff series. Um, he was just like ear to ear grinning, like just making people in a good mood, like yeah. making sure everybody was knowing that hey, we're gonna win this world. Like he just, I I love that guy and. They did throw him in because we had to throw him in because of a uh, designated hitter, pinch runner situation. Yeah. And he struck out at three swings. But other than that, <laughs> do you remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm like, well, oh, my gosh. But, but you know what? He he still he, – I mean, he got in there. And, yeah. And um, when uh, Heim got hurt during the regular season, he was in for a lot of that, uh, like, playing catcher. Yeah. And, you know, and he, he does do a lot of the, the – um, like an uh, analysis for the pitcher catching situation, like making sure that they are up to date on what they need to be throwing, all that. Like he yeah. he he does the film, he does the work, and uh, you know he's not just a cheerleader. But it was cool seeing him when uh, the energy that he yeah, brought, yeah. Especially after Seager, he knew what he he nobody they, really knew what Seager was going to say, but when he started <laughs> to say it, you could tell that he was like the. He was the happiest one I've ever Dude, been. I mean, all of them. I went back and watched. There's a couple angles that came out yeah. of that. Garcia uh, was... Garcia was high. Geeking. Yeah. Um, I mean, God, all of them were. And so it was a good moment. Um, and it was kind of, kind of like made uh, some of the Stras uh, community eat their words. But, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, so let's get into it because, I mean, we talked about how just monumental some of those moments yeah. were um but throughout the year throughout the playoffs who was your kind of you know the guy you were pulling for a little extra um i mean dude you can't not fall in love with adolis garcia he he i he's he gives me like the same energy like just love for him that i used to have for yvonne rodriguez okay yeah, yeah um yeah. now he was a guy that wasn't necessarily supposed to make our starting lineup. Um, he got, he was, we were actually trying to trade him. We, we were about to kind of release him. And, uh, you know, he came over, I think, who did he come over from? I, mean, I had to think about this for a second. I think he came over from, uh, I don't know. It's a red team. It's in my head. It's not the Reds. But uh, he came over from a team that didn't really think any much of him either. We gave him a shot for a little bit in he wasn't, you know, he had some injuries, but he showed up and showed out for the Astros, uh, for the ALCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we wouldn't even be in the World Series if it wasn't for some of these clutch shots that he made. Oh, like yeah. Just, like, huge home I runs. I mean, from the Grand Slam. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he, and just, like, he's got the swagger. He does. He really does. Like, 
from the chains that he wears all the way down to his cleats. Like he just has it for me that I'm just like, yeah, I can. And he's yoked. He's yoked. You got people t- saying like, hey, I think the steroid era is back because this dude. No, this dude is just. Yeah, you pulled a little prank oh, on yeah. me with a text message <laughs> on that. Yeah, it's yeah. always don't ever, guys. This is for guys age from 18 all the way to mid middle eight. If you have someone sending you a link and it says the San Francisco San Fran Chronicle, <laughs> don't open it. Don't open it. Okay, it's a fake link, but you know they'll re- you really want to because yeah, I, I forgot I did that to you. Yeah, hit was- him with a um, with a uh, Adolis Garcia test positive for PEDs or whatever. yeah, and then you click the thing and it's not what you want to see. Yeah. Um. Listen, he also started speaking to the media in English. Yeah. This year, which. I mean, I Shout think it's out. cool that he built up some inner confidence around taking these interviews and, mm-hmm. and speaking to the stadium and, like, really came up um, in, in the – I mean, to see the growth yeah. and leadership and just those big, big moments mm-hmm. that he came through for us uh, was really cool. Yeah, and he had um, – it was right around the same game. He had this uh, – um, he had this clutch catch. He was like basically robbed a home run. Yeah. And that was huge. Like, you know, rewind to 2011, you see Nelson Cruz trying to go for the same fly ball. It's, it's hitting the fence. You know, this one was supposed, supposedly going to be going over, but who, uh, another person who I want to give shout out to, uh, there's a bunch, but Janko. Yeah. Dude. God, to step in like to that. To step in when Adolis got hurt, uh, and just, like, first of all, after looking at his numbers before Adol- when Dulles got hurt, he kind of came in for a little bit and, you know, seeing his playoff or his, just his regular season numbers, he was very, he, he was getting on base a lot. He's good. He was good. And so I didn't, I, I knew it was going to be a big hit, but I didn't realize that it wasn't going to be, honestly, I thought Adolis was more, he, he, he wasn't going to, he wouldn't have gotten the MVP, in which I believe you're mm. right because of, how much of an uh, an impact as well Janko made when he came in? He, I mean, he had a. So I mean, it, is, you get he's, what I'm saying? He's he's our, he's 32. Yeah, from Pennsylvania. Um, he's he's played for five or six different ball clubs. Like he has bounced around. Yeah, landed on the Rangers, and then to come in and get two RBIs. Um, when you're filling in like that, I mean, yeah. to step up. And so you know they talk about it the the next man up mentality. Yeah, he was the epitome of that to me. Absolutely. Like if it you know in base basketball you get the sixth man award. Yeah, like, yeah, give it to the man because and I that's another reason why I respect the parade and being giving every single person their, their own truck because yeah. you have to if you can peel it back like Simeon, he didn't really show up until the World Series. Until he did. Yeah. I mean, and then he put but, but all open. year long he was absolutely a yeah. key player for yeah, us. Sure. I want to give a special shout out to my man Evan Carter. Dude. Because yeah. he's twenty one years old and he had the discipline yeah, maturity to lay off pitches, yes, wait for his pitch, and then I mean his left field game, the guy made some Epic, yeah. epic plays out there. Um, he 
against the Strohs. There was this he, one catch, remember? He had a yeah. I mean, he had that was huge. That was huge. But but then even in the World Series, yeah. I mean, he had some running, diving catches yeah. uh, out there in the outfield. Um, go back to Garcia for a minute. He had that play where he threw him out. Um, oh yeah, where at home. At home, the guy blew through the the third base stop sign yeah. and went for it. Carter also one thing I like about him is he knows what he can do, um, and he's confident in that. And there was a couple key moments where he didn't try to be the hero. Yep, and throw it like he he hit yeah. the cutoff man yep. like just like you know you should in those situations instead of trying to make some wild throws out there. So I think all around. I, um, I want to go to the infield for a second. Yeah. So we talked about Simeon a little bit. Uh, obviously, one of the best shortstops that we've got. Or not sorry, sorry second basemen that we've got um, in the league, I would say. He, But I want to go to the Josh Young. Yeah. Okay, there was that Third one. Base, yeah, yeah, there was that one um, play where I think Scherzer got hit in the back. Yes. And he palms it and throws it to first. And you're just like, this is, that was like the epitome of why I thought we were going to win the World Series. Yeah. All those crazy plays like that Dude, were going our way. I, when that happened, yeah. I looked over, I was with my dad and I was like, hey, that's wild because. The level of focus and yeah. awareness to see that happen yeah. because it actually hit Scherzer's elbow, yeah. hits his back, and then takes a crazy – I mean, it completely changed the direction of the bounce mm. of the ball. Yeah. Had he have not had the laser focus to see that? We got some great young guys. Uh, him and, you know, Evan Carter. Yeah. They just – like, and then we got Langford that's coming up next year. Uh, yeah. But the, – and then for whatever reason, Lulu thinks – the. Nathaniel Lowe looks like a cat. I don't know why, but I want to Nathan Lowe. He yeah. uh first baseman. He I like Nathan Lowe a lot. He's a little, he's a like he's here and there, but when he's on, dude, he he hit a couple um <laughs> very important hits into the in the uh in the Diamondback in the World Series play, like in that series. There was when we were hot, you know, it happened because Seeger, but then after Seeger, who hits after like it, it's changed every week, but yeah. Or every night. But uh, Nathaniel Lowe also had some clutch hits as well. Oh, he did. I mean, uh, we were with a group calling him Turtleneck Lowe. Yeah. Um, mock, ne- mock neck. You gotta, <laughs> it's a mock neck. Because I called it a turtleneck, and Lulu was like, no, that's a mock neck. Oh, uh, man. He, but, uh, he really came through. He had some big moments. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, he, <laughs> yeah. They were saying he looks like... Um, Oh gosh, I just went brain dead. It was a it was a cartoon character that was a mouse from the eighties. <laughs> yes. Um he kind of does a little, also look like Jer or Tom from Tom and, or Jerry from Tom and Jerry a little <laughs> bit. But yeah, for whatever reason she says she calls him Catman. So she's okay. like, Oh, Catman's up. So I'm like, yeah. I don't see it, but Well, hey, Catman or, or not, mm-hmm. he did the deal. Um So who would you say to to right now, your who would be your favorite, you know, Ranger? I gotta say, every time Carter stepped up, like I, I, I was just proud, yeah, uh, for him because I can't imagine, and I know, like, I mean, there's so many guys that made such an impact. Obviously, Garcia was mm-hmm. a crowd favorite, yeah. Um, but personally, I'm gonna go with Carter. Yeah, Carter's a good pick too, I, and honestly, you couldn't go wrong with a lot of our guys. Um, we we gave shout out to basically everyone, 
but I want to say Leody Traveris. He there was he didn't yeah. necessarily show up until the very end of the World Series, but in the uh, in the Astros. There was a couple hits. There was a couple hits that he had that, yeah. you know, won us the game. So. And then, like, from a center field perspective, yeah. uh, he got the job done, yeah. um, certainly. There there was a couple moments where, you know, it was frustrating, at, uh, his ABs. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, all to, to land a couple of those key hits, like, it made up for a lot. Yeah. Um, so, Evan Carter, me for, for sure, Adolis. Um I, I do like Evan Carter. He he is one of those guys that you said he's got the maturity of somebody who's been like in the MLB for like fifteen years and he just like to weigh off those pitches. He got walked a bunch. Yeah. You know, no, he got did. on base, yeah. able for us to like and yeah, he I I think the 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 other thing is like you listen to his post game, uh he is so relaxed. It's like he's having fun. He's That's like he said, he's yeah. like a little leaguer out there, like mentality of like having fun yeah and not trying to do too much um and not putting too much pressure on himself because dude i can't imagine um being in some of those moments because where he is in that lineup some of his ab's were were crucial very crucial yeah and whether it meant getting on first base by walk or a base hit yeah or getting some doubles like um he actually set um, on base the the record the record yeah I mean it was for each game like he'd get get on base at least once a, yeah um okay so congratulations again we'll just do it one more time yeah you're you're 2023 World Series champions um so okay we'll have a lot more clapping later so not today but you know just for the the Rangers um the Cowboys the Oklahoma State Cowboys the last bedlam. Oh my gosh, dude, <laughs> we did it. We did it. Um, I the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I didn't think we have I have a bet that I've told you about with a guy from Florida State, another guy from AM. Yeah. Where I we bet on how many wins we're gonna get. Yep. Um and Vegas said that the Cowboys were gonna win six games. And you I, took six, right? I wanted I wanted we didn't take the bet because uh I knew <laughs> that we were probably gonna win more than six, yeah. but I thought, hey, they're saying it's six. I think we're going to make more than six. If we do, I get paid. So I'm trying to say we're only going to we're shitty this year. We're bad. We're yeah, not going to be good. It's not great. But now it got blown out of the water. You've beat OU, your biggest rival. Yeah. On the last bedlam. Now that bet's never going to. They're never going to take me seriously now. Because, right. 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 Yeah. You. <laughs> but it was. Uh. You know. Shout out to the parents, the big OU fans. Uh, I'm sorry. You know. But, but. But I mean that you got the 22 team taking down the number nine, uh, OU. Yeah. And at home, yeah, in Stillwater, mm-hmm. um, it, was, it was just fun. To Gundy's hold. record was three and fifteen with Bedlam. I didn't know that, so it wasn't good at all. Yeah, coming in. Um, and then here's what I thought was cool too, is that you know Gundy's kid is on the team, mm-hmm. but then OU's got Stoops. Oh yeah, so right. I mean you've got two prominent. OU uh, and OSU uh, figures who yeah. have kids and you know on mm-hmm. the teams for the last bedlam. It just felt special. Yeah, it was a cool send off, especially for a, a Pokes fan. You know, it was a fun send off to say, "Hey, the, the, yeah. go have fun in the SEC." Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll take it from here. We, we got the Big Twelve. Yeah. Uh, the fountains were running orange. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and coming off of the homecoming week, 
Um, so all the pomping and parade uh, was was completed. Yeah, uh, and then to, to to go from homecoming to beating OU at home, the kids are having fun in Stillwater. So last thing, uh, and then we're we're it's gonna be the end of the episode. Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys playing the Eagles this week. Um, what do you, what are your what do you think is gonna happen? Yeah, so this will be out. Um, so prior to the game, we're just taking some predictions right now. Um, here's the thing. I think that our defense is going to have to stay very disciplined. I think it's going to, it's, it's going to be a matter of if we can stop their short little tight end plays, um, their little, keep them contained. Um, if we do what we do, I think we've we've got a very very strong chance of of coming out um pretty victorious here. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I do think for in order for the Cowboys to win, we have to come out like just hitting right off the bat. Yeah. And uh I've said this in the past, we didn't we didn't get to talk about the Rams game, but I've always said that in order for the Cowboys to be successful in offense, we have to figure out a way to scheme CD Lamb. He's got to be there's got to be a way to get him back in the offense. And, you know, for the last few weeks before the Rams game, they weren't doing a very good job. Not at all. And now I believe that, like, after last week, if they take that and say, okay, we need to get this guy out and about, because he's not a great route runner. He's not going to get it open on his own. Yeah. But as soon as he gets the catch, he has yards after the catch. That's where he shines. Yeah. So if we can get CeeDee Lamb open, and, I mean, I I would like to see our run game, you know, it's got to be both, but... We got to open it up for him, yeah. yeah and I think part of that is um, what what I'm hoping to see is is that especially with this offense they're running, I want to see Dak do a little bit better job. Um, well, yeah, of the well in general, <laughs> in general, yeah. But but specific to him running the offense, last game I felt like he missed a couple. Big reads. Yeah. Um, There's always like a couple each week that I'm like, what? It's one or two, but that is detrimental mm-hmm. for that that series out there. And so, um, because you're facing a quarterback who <laughs> is very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I think, I think if our defense comes out and does what they do, we've had some injuries. Um, and we, we've had some moments where it's like, They've been tested. I think this is going to be a game that yeah. You're right. It's going to be a high-scoring game, but it's going to be who can who can contain um that 10-yard game. I think that's going to make a huge yeah. difference. There's going to be some big big plays. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Cowboys take it. I do too. I think I don't know what the score is going to be, but I think we'll win by 10. I think Yeah. Uh I, I do think. I mean, we're, I'm not going to take the Eagles, regardless. So I'm going to put my optimistic optimistic hat on, take the Cowboys, and I think we will take it by ten. Um, other than that, where can people find us, Tommy? Yeah, it's going to be at Post Hump Day. Um, everywhere you are, we're there too. Um, we've had some some setbacks, so we we we're going to have some new clips coming out here uh, pretty soon. But uh, appreciate y'all hanging with us. Um, tell a friend we're, we're trying to grow this thing yeah tell a couple um, friends and yeah it's always fun to get engagement with y'all as well yeah. um so chime in again i'm tommy desalt i'm Kellen king and uh, we will see you next week